0: What's up, all my ladies and gentlemen, Club Zero, all my resistance man, to be listening to me. Listen, do me a favor right now, okay? Uh, drop what you're doing. Check out anti Ng T- N- Ray, Ng Ray. Check her out, man. She is number two on the charts, man. We try to get somebody else. To be number one seven of those robot stations, man. So drop what you're doing. Go listen to her interview, man. She's got some great interviews, man, on the station right now, man. Go check it out right now. She's also going to be playing some songs, man. Let's go ahead and jam out. Yeah, this is a campaign for Angie Wright. Uh, I don't do this very often, but uh, the Club Zero president is definitely putting this seal. Go check out Angie Wright and uh, give us some support, man. You know what I'm talking about, boss? Right, then guys and uh the club zero show will actually start uh at 12 so don't miss that but definitely go help my girl angie ray because she definitely needed it all right then boss what's going on club zero it's your girl angie ray thank you so much for the love i really appreciate it i really really appreciate it well i was number two
1: now i think i'm like number eight but All in all, I really, you know what? I just appreciate you guys stopping what you're doing to push me to number one. So, in my head, I was number one in my head. (laughs) But, anyways, I hope that everything's well. Have a good Friday. Bye.
0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Alex Griggs from the Club Zero. Alex Michael Griggs from the Club Zero. You know what it is, man. It's Alex Griggs for the Club Zero Podcast, and it starts right now. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, on this wonderful Friday? I hope everybody's doing good. Listen, I got a couple of announcements to make. Um, yesterday I posted a blackout one and a blackout two. And I see some of y'all looked at the blackout two, and some of y'all looked at the blackout one, and y'all didn't look at both. Blackout one's the setup. And Blackout 2 is the application, so you can't have the setup without the application, and you're going to need the application if you're going to understand the setup. So, got to go check out both. Go back to Club Zero Podcast, you know what it is, and just go ahead and check that out. Now, I uh, am excited because today we get to do my favorite segment of the show, which is Club Zero, Meet the Resistance. If you haven't checked out our Meet the Resistance, I bring in a podcaster who is broken out of their comfort zone, who's trying something new, who's experiencing something new, and they are having success. I bring them in to share their story, to share some hope with you guys, to encourage you guys, just as well as so I want to encourage you guys. You have checked out Peter Jay. He's up there. Tasha Johnson's up there. We got your man, Matty Moe, up there. Positive Gaming is up there. So I am very excited. But today, my very special guest. <clears throat> going to blow you guys away because this guy is smart this guy is serving god he's an example of integrity and i tell you he only needs five minutes that's right five minutes counted to encourage you and lift your spirits how do i know this because his name is five minutes of inspiration with my man larry and i'm here to tell you he only takes that five minutes and he lifts me up sometimes so go ahead and give a shout out to Larry from five minutes pressure. Go ahead and say, Hey bro. Hey there. What's going
1: on, bro? Alex, God bless you, man. Good to be on the show with you today. And, and God bless you. Everybody who's tuned in and taking a listen, man. I am super pumped about this opportunity that we have to be able to, you know, just kind of talk back and forth and, and just give a word that inspires people. So I really appreciate your format here. Club zero. I really appreciate what you're doing here. And, uh, man, I'm looking forward to seeing what all God's gonna say through us as we talk today.
0: I I am very excited about that point too, and uh, so if y'all guys are ready, it's time to sit back, chillax. We're gonna jump right into the interview section portion of the show. I got my man Larry here. Five minutes of inspiration. You ready? Let's do this thing, Alex. All right, man. Let let us do it. So Club Zero to me, uh, if you guys haven't checked out the uh, what is Club Zero, Club Zero to me is about drifting through life, drifting through your relationship with God, just drifting and not really understanding that if you want to change something, you have to take action to it, you have to take steps to it, you have to put principles in it. So my very first question for Club Zero is about dreams and goals. Um, This helps you to recognize if you're going towards something. I want to ask you, Larry, have you ever had a dream or a goal that you said, I wish I could do that? Explain the dream or the goal, and then tell our viewers if you stepped into it or you're doing it right now.
1: Sure, Alex. Yeah, uh, as you asked that question, I was thinking about various dreams that I've had like in the past, but I guess the one that I'll talk about today is I've had a dream uh, for a long time of being able to communicate in another language. And uh, I don't know, I would see people that could speak more than one language and I'd be like, how do they do that? And also I would sense a little bit of frustration when I get in situations where, uh, you know, there's two people talking and then one person couldn't understand the other and vice versa and it's like they couldn't really get uh, across what they were wanting to say. And so, see, I would dream for and just long for an ability to communicate, like, the love of Christ to people and and listen to them share their needs, but without having to have an interpreter between us. I used to watch shows on TV and, and you know, maybe I used to watch Richard Roberts and the healing crusades and stuff, Richard, Richard and Oral Roberts and over in the Philippines somewhere or something like that. And I would see how that, you know, somebody come up because they're going to testify because they got healed in a meeting and then the person's trying to you know they're all excited and everything they're trying to explain to to the the preacher what happened and then but they they, they're excited they're crying and then this dude in the middle has to tell the preacher what they said and then the preacher says well tell him so and so and so." And then you got to go back i like wait hold on i don't like this so i just dreamed of being able to uh you know take the middleman out so to speak and you asked am i on step to doing that now yes i'm actually in the process of doing that now i began by learning spanish and so i'm fluent in spanish right now i'm also fluent in portuguese and i'm working on french right now i believe that when i'll be soon fluent in speaking french and then after that comes to pass i'm gonna go ahead and get started with german so yeah i'm on the road to that and i i thank god for it
0: I, I tell you what the, uh, um, sometimes a middleman can't say it like you say it. You see what I'm saying? Like, I tell my coworkers all the time, I, I'll see them and I'll say, uh, i say, will you say that for me again? And they're like, what, say this or say that? And they're like, yeah. I say like, because that's your catchphrase. I mean, nobody can say it quite like you can. And, you know, I thank God for all the translators we have. They do the very best they can. Um, but there's something about that personal touch, that personal connection touch that we get, and uh, so definitely, man, I, I, I recognize that. That's a, and, and learn all those languages. That is that must be hard. Now, I, I do want to ask a question off the cuff. What's the hardest question? I mean, like, what's the hardest part about learning a different language? What would you say? Oh, oh man, yeah, that's and actually, that's easy, man. The hardest part of it
1: is people are not willing to make a mistake in other words when you're learning a language or something you know you read textbooks and everything you kind of get an idea how you are supposed to say so-and-so how it would be grammatically correct but then you got to step out there you know and and a lot of times I think people are hindered from learning a language because well I I might make a mistake we're well, we all will make mistakes I still make mistakes but I thank God because I've gotten to a point that now I can laugh at my mistakes I mean I've made mistakes and people laugh at the mistakes I'm making. People that are fluent in Spanish or that that's their first language or whatever language it is. But guess what? At least I'm willing to get out there because once you get out there and you're not afraid to not to to get out there and don't do it perfectly the first time, then you can advance. So I think that's the number one thing, bro, Alex, that, that holds people back from learning another language. They're scared to actually say something the wrong way. Hey, man, that's part of the game. You can expect that.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. And for anybody listed, uh, that's that's Club Zero advice number one, man. Just step out there. And um, it, it is question number two. We're coming back. Um, now, this is this is me because um, when I wanted to start a book and, and I wanted to do a podcast and I felt like, you know, the podcast was on the immediate. So God kind of pushed me into it. Has, have you ever felt like God has uh, had to push you into the direction he wants you to go uh, explain how you uh, how you feel when that happens and explain like the the experience of it. sure sure
1: yeah uh, and I'll keep along the same line about learning languages and stuff the push I believe was was the extreme frustration that would well up in me whenever I observe the situation of a an English speaker or let's say a Spanish speaker trying to communicate something important but without the ability to do so because of the language barrier see I'd be like feeling inside like man this ain't natural what I'm feeling this frustration is burning within me because I'm seeing the situation here that ain't natural why ain't everybody else tripping like I'm tripping right here over the situation so see that was like a push that was like the okay this ain't right I, I can't I can't let this thing continue I got to I got to do something Okay, so that, and then, so that that was the push, I, I just couldn't let it rest. I mean, I just couldn't let it go by. It's kind of like Moses over there in, in, in Exodus when he saw that 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 Egyptian beating up on one of his, one of his boys. <laughs> hey, we got to fix this thing. <laughs> so he you know, of course he did it the wrong way, but something welled up inside of him that would not well up in just any old person that walked by because why? Because God was pushing him. God was pushing him according to his calling to be a deliverer.
0: He went about it the wrong way, of course, but that was a push. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, David also was pushed as well to bring the Ark of the Covenant back to uh, to uh, the Jerusalem. And um, you, I, I heard a preacher tell this joke, and I, it just it seems to fit. So let me go ahead and tell it. He said uh, they were pushing the Ark of the Covenant back on the uh, on a cart. Mm. and uh, it was about to like tip over so Yusuf a a guy in the bible touches it, touches that ark and he dies right there right right on the spot and the joke he said is uh, he said when he got back to back to where he was going to place it Obed-Edom's house he said uh, keep it in the garage you know what I'm saying you see that pile of of ashes right there that's Yusuf (laughs) <laughs> he said, so "Keep the kids away from it because it's not user friendly." <laughs> so I heard, I heard that from a preacher. Okay, so I thought I th- I th- that was, I thought that was good. It added to it, but learning like, the right way to do stuff definitely, and you and you're going to get pushed. Now the part about Club Zero and question number three is uh, definitely for me because when you decide to step out and live for God, or when you decide to step out. And, and and accomplish your goals. That's when I noticed that critics usually pop up, and because you're scared of the critics popping up, that's one thing that kind of holds people back. Sometimes it did for me for a little while. Um, what do you? Uh, is this true? Do you first of all do you agree or disagree with that kind of statement? And how does Larry respond to people? Um, uh, sit by the punch bowl criticizing.
1: <laughs> you know, I like how you said that, too. People sitting by the punch bowl criticizing. can see, me. most people are on the fence. You know, most people are on the fence kind of watching life go by as a spectator. But when you make a decision that you're going to go for it, you know, that you're going to go ahead and do something more than just wish and dream about, boy, wouldn't that be nice if so and so and so. No. When you finally say, look here, I'm going for this thing. By the grace of God within me and upon me, we're going to do this thing. So, see, when you do that, yeah, the critics are going to come. They're going to come out the woodworks. That's just a given. And I'm like you, bro, Alex. For a while, I would be kind of hesitant, kind of like, you know, reluctant about stepping out with something that God might have been really putting in my heart to do. I just kind of, hmm, no, because I was like, I didn't want to feel the the discomfort of people coming out against you, right? But, uh, man, you got to go for it. You got to go for it and expect the critics to be there. You know, one thing with me, um, um, Again, going back to to the learning languages and everything, when I really got serious about learning Spanish, uh, people would kind of come up to me, and well, somebody would come up to me. They done studied Spanish for six years, or somebody else that, that's majoring in Spanish in college, and then they they would have little snide remarks that they make about little errors that I made. Cause like I said, I wouldn't speak it 100%. I don't speak it 100% now. But I guarantee that what I say, people understand, you know, people who speak the language. So people will come up to me, you know, every now and then, and they say, you know, you said that wrong. You know, that should be in the subjective tense. You know, and the way they said it, it's like it's kind of talking, condescending towards me, like kind of talking down to me. What old bad attitude and stuff, right? Now see, how did I respond to them? I had to tell myself not to let that spirit get inside of me. Because if I don't let that spirit get into me, oh yeah, man, you you don't know how to do the perfect tense and and you don't know how to say and you said that wrong again, you know. If I would have let that get inside of me, and convince me that I, I was being totally ineffective, then don't you know I would have just gave up, I'd have thrown it, in the towel, and I would have got back on the fence, or like you said, I would have got back at the punch bowl to get me another serving.
0: I, I like that. I like how you how you add love to that, man. You know. And uh, I, won't, I ain't going to go any further because I do have a segment of the show coming up that's going to deal with that. I uh, kind of want to talk about what people say at the punch ball. So we, we definitely want to get that, but that, that's later. <laughs> anyway, uh, question number four. Um, now, I now I recognize that any time growth happens where spiritually, physically, you're going to have to get thrown out of your comfort zone. There's a there's an area of time where you get thrown out of your comfort zone when you're receiving something new. And then once you get it, um, then, it, then it, it transforms into your comfort zone. But a, as you grow, you always have to be pulled out of your comfort zone. Do you agree w- with this statement? Um, and have you noticed the shoving out of your comfort zone? And how do you personally deal with being out of your comfort zone? Wow, Brian, you got
1: some great questions, man. I'm going to tell you that right now. You got some very good questions that just kind of bring stuff to my mind as you're talking. But yeah, what you're asking about uh, uh, being kind of the comfort zone and, you know, pushed out of it. I had a terrible experience that I want to tell everybody about. Way back when I was beginning to learn Spanish, you know, I had felt the need to learn it. So I was going for it a little bit, but I wasn't really giving it my all. I was kind of going for it a little bit. And I was working for a, a ministry. On their prayer lines this ministry had a tv show and then they say call in for prayer call in for prayer and i'm on the prayer line see so we were getting pretty well known in our little community our ministry so one day somebody had approached the, the head of the ministry the senior pastor and this person had a spanish radio station and he said he wanted somebody to come over from our to represent our church and he wanted to interview them on the radio actually it wasn't even to come over it was like he was going to kind of do it some kind of way I guess maybe kind of similar to how we're doing it, but this was back a number of years ago. So, uh, you know, I, everybody knew I was hype about learning Spanish. And so when they came back to the prayer center, they asked, who speaks Spanish and English? You know, because they talked about how they just got this radio show that uh, that they need a representative from our church. And this was a big church, too. Well, everybody around it, oh, Larry, Larry, that, that crazy dude over there, always talking, trying to learn some Spanish. Daddy. So they approached me. And I was like, okay, Lord, is this you? <laughs> so I was, man, I was trembling and everything. But I said, yeah, I'll do it. Because there wasn't anybody else, right, that spoke both Spanish and English. or And I really had a great interest, and everybody knew that. So the day came that uh, the interview, I think, like 2.30 in the afternoon or something like that. And I'm not there. I'm at, I'm at a certain little office place in, in our church. But they got it rigged up so that the interview is about to start. So it comes on. And the dude's talking. That's how it sounded to me back then, right? And we have a guest representing this particular church. And Larry, are you there? Hola. You know, I said my little two, two, three words that I knew would work, you know. And basically, what happened though, he had a series of questions and he got to his first question. And to me, it sounded just like this See, that's how it sounded to me. I was like, man. It was a terrible experience i could not understand what he was saying so i couldn't respond back to him and here we are on live live radio throughout the whole metroplex area okay but i couldn't and then he asked me another question and i couldn't respond i said see he said oh and i said no and see i ain't know what he's saying terrible experience because see the heads of the ministry that i worked for and all the prayer people they were listening in because i mean i'm representing the whole church and it turned out to be a big failure I, I mean finally the dude got frustrated he said okay I got bueno. I gotta go you know you don't understand me look I'll see you later so I was crushed from that experience right now what it did though I mean it crushed me because there were people on the Spanish side listening too because they were waiting for a good word and to be edified and all I let everybody down you know that really really got to me but what it did it forced me out of my comfort zone I was out of my comfort zone when I was trying to you know and, and you know what this is the thing this is the thing that gets me there's different stages when you're learning a language I had gotten to the stage that I could more or less understand what a Spanish-speaking person is saying to me as long as I could see their lips moving huh so if I could see their lips moving I could more or less figure out what's going on and give a response but all of a sudden boom I'm pushed out of my comfort zone here I am talking to somebody I can't see the lips at all and he talking wide open fast and all that stuff and I didn't have a clue that forced me to make a deeper commitment towards learning the language and see another thing I wanted to mention I'm getting kinda long I know but another thing that it so see we've lived on the mission field my wife and I have traveled around throughout Central and South America ministering the Word of God and just like a few months ago when I was in Paraguay it is not it's not uncommon for this to happen so we roll up in Paraguay and then the pastor that I'm with he says look at here I spoke with this other pastor who has a radio station and he's gonna do a program at two o'clock and he wants you to come on and, and speak for half an hour he wants to interview you and then let you share something for half an hour back in the day that would have terrified me y'all you hear me but because God pushed me out of my comfort zone it was not comfortable at all but because he pushed me out and it caused me to make a deeper commitment towards my goal of learning Spanish, I was like, okay, where are we going? Okay, what time are we going to roll up in there? Let's do this thing. It wasn't any problem at all. And we're not talking about something that's recorded and then edited. No, in these other countries, you roll up in there and they are on the air live right then. And they give you the mic and then you start going for it. So even though it was not comfortable at the time, God pushed me, forced me out of my comfort zone, and it ended up being a blessing
0: that's awesome. don't don't even sweat the time man if you have listen if you if you need any encouragement on getting out of your comfort zone and, and doing that that is there um, oh my goodness I like that all right now, question number five it should be very simple and short to the point um, I I always ask people what's that one piece of advice that helps you push on what's that one pu- Piece of advice helps you push on
1: sure that one piece of advice would be this consistency is the key and what I mean by that it's the daily effort that you make that's going to make the difference see the little that you do each day towards your dream even if they're just like feel like baby steps the little bit that you do each day towards your dream is far more powerful than the larger than life effort that you may put out there but only lasts for about four days. So yeah, that's what I would, you know, advise people. Consistency. Get started and be consistent with what you can do daily.
0: Exactly. Now this is this is Club Zero right here. This is the the last question of our interview. This is the heart, the guts of everything I'm trying to do, Club Zero wise and beyond and the question is club 0 is about breaking out of your comfort zone so you can become the greatest you possible close uh, 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 be what god created you to be mm-hmm. and that is always going to be the highest mission no matter what other goals you have now what would you tell people or which is god's will what would you tell people though that's on the edge they're looking around. They're scared to take that first step. What do you tell those people? I would tell people in that situation, and, and
1: you and I have been there many, many times. I would tell people to trust God and be willing to step out of the boat. I'm serious. I mean, trust God and be willing to step out of the boat because, see, there's a whole life out there that God wants you to live. There's a whole—I mean, there's so many things he wants to do through us. It's so many— gosh, there's so many things he wants to do. But see, as long as you're in the boat, the best that you can do is speculate about what would happen if you stepped out. Just like when the disciples and all them were in the boat, can't nobody really talk nothing about how it is to walk on water but Peter. He got out there and walked on the water. He was willing to step out of the boat and trust God. So that's what I would say you know, to anybody who's right now, they're kind of, God's putting some stuff in their heart and it's like, well, I don't know. I, I never never been on that. I'll I'm, I'm, be treading on new territory and stuff like that step out, trust God know that he's with you know that he's with you to lead you through the success and you got to keep this in mind real important, that even though you are very aware that you're about to tread out, out on some unfamiliar turf God has been there before so see, you're going out there with God he already knows the ropes and he's going to lead you, so that's what I would encourage people
0: Is hey, this is Alex Greaves from Club Zero that officially ends the uh, the interview segment. I got my man, Larry. Go ahead and say hey one more time, Larry. Hey, what's up, everybody? God bless you. This is Larry from 5 Minutes Inspiration. But I like this part. This is my favorite part of the show. Drum roll, please. Because <laughs> this is the part of the show where we make every podcaster who jumps on here have a final thought what they want to say this is unscripted and this is totally on them if they're not ready that's their fault and if they are ready we're going to enjoy the edification we're about to receive this is alex griggs saying it's time for larry's final thought take it away larry okay all right
1: no pressure or nothing like that right alex come on now no my final thoughts as we close out again I say this in the light of just really really appreciating this platform that that Alex has set up here with Club Zero I mean in doing these interviews and stuff I really really appreciate that but you know what I really want to share is my final thought is that you got to go for it in life okay you really got to go for it I mean you don't want to get to the end of your life and then think about all of these things that you man I should have did that Man, I thought about doing that one day. Or people come up to you that have, let's say, whether it's maybe writing a book, or or I don't know what it might be in your situation, right? You gotta go for it. I mean, how long are you gonna wait? How long are you gonna make excuses? See, excuses are comfortable, but just like a pillow. It's comfortable, but it ain't gonna get you nowhere. You keep your head on that pillow, you ain't going nowhere. And I'm like, God is like pushing you. He's pushing you. He's even pushing you through this program today get out there man break out of the box don't don't let what people might say or what they might think about you man if I I know if I go for it then people are gonna start talking hey guess what people are already talking they're already talking about you and everything that they're saying ain't good that's already happening so I'm serious well, somebody else might say I don't know if I can do it I might get out there and fail okay join the club when you fail that's when you learn that's how you learn to do it better. So, see again, my encouragement to you, man: get out the boat, get out there, do it. God's, he's waiting on you, and he's put something in, you, he's put a dream in your heart, and you can't, you you can only speculate from inside of the boat. But if you're gonna make a difference in this life, and that's my heart, man, bro, Alex, my heart, I wanna, God put me on this earth for a purpose in mind, and I wanna be spent by God. I want to him to flow through me, like I said, uh, with these languages and stuff see I didn't tell you this part but back when I was in school both in high school and in college I went to UNC Chapel Hill UNC North Carolina right back in the day I had to take uh, Spanish in high school about failed out man I had to take it again in general college you know the first two years you gotta take a foreign language I took Spanish I almost failed out then I got like a D minus in college and I got like a D plus in in high school okay so see I didn't know at that point how God was going to use me. God was like, look, I want to send you to nations. I want you to speak right into the hearts of the people in their native language. I didn't know all of that back then, but I did come to a point that I was so frustrated with a mediocre type Christian life that I said, "Lord, it got to be more to this, more than this to this Christian life. What, what, what can I do? And God challenged me from 1 Timothy 4, 15. He said, look, meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them that your property may appear before all so he was saying telling me that I had not made a big enough commitment to serving him I was like Lord let me pull out the stops. I pulled out all the stops Lord I'm yours whatever you say I'm gonna go for you are gonna have to help me but I'm gonna go for it that made all the difference so again my bottom line what's on my heart you got to do it stop talking about what you think you might do one day or man the lord just showed me he, he just told me that i could do this or or he wants to do this to... no stop talking get out there start doing and you'll find that god is so much bigger than you ever dreamed that he was that's what i got for you
0: and what 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 a what a message to people out there today guys i hope you guys listen to this because this is this is uh you know. One thing about Club Zero that we really didn't get into as far as the show, and I'm probably going to talk about that later, is that sometimes to break out of Club Zero, you need that one person, that one friend that's going to just not accept you accepting average and accepting just where you are. And another part about Club Zero is sometimes you may not get that one friend, so you yourself got to get tired of it. And uh, that's what Larry's talking about getting tired of where you're at and saying, man, there's got to be more to where than what this is. And as soon as you realize there is more, God is going to call you to pull all the stocks out, not halfway, not half-hearted, but all the stocks out. And if you allow God to pull all the stocks out and just get out of the boat, amazing things will happen Mm. because there's only two people in history of the whole universe that walked on water one was jesus christ the other one was peter so this is alex griggs and this is my man larry saying get out of the the boat boat. (laughs) well i'm alex griggs that's gonna do it for me i'm about to wrap this segment up thank you guys for joining me on another awesome episode of meet the resistance i'm alex griggs signing out and say bye larry all right god bless y'all and have a wonderful weekend